everybody, and welcome back to the Presser Champagne Podcast. Brandy, how are you? You know, I am well. I'm not going to say, you know, I'm thriving. I am thriving. You know, I'm alive. I'm here. You know, I'm happy. I'm yeah. stressed out, but I'm happy. So it could be Look worse. at you. Look at you. What a ray of sunshine. Yeah. You know, life's tough some days, but we're here. You That's know? so true. I cocktail. I have a cocktail in hand. Ice cold with the good ice because Dana yeah. came in clutch with the good ice. And, you know, I'm funny happy. story about the good ice. Um, I'm obsessed with eating ice right now, like obsessed. And our ice machine in our freezer is on the fritz. So I have to buy bags of ice, which is like not a big deal. Well, so bagged ice all the time. Yeah. So I just thought you, I were, down I, his- you should have just lied to me because I literally just thought you were being so sweet and bringing me good ice every week. <laughs> Well, yeah. So like before I, before I went down or before I got here, I went to the store and I was like, I need a bag of ice. Cause I, Michael bought me a bag of ice on Sunday and I made it all. Damn girl. I know it's, it's, well, and then I woke up in the middle of the night last night. I was like, I was telling you before we hopped on, I haven't been feeling well. So I woke up in the middle of the night last night and I, all I wanted to do was eat ice. <laughs> and so I have like ice by my bed. Cause I have like an insulated cup. That movement that I just made right there was not me giving a hand job. That was an insulated cup. Oh, that's what that was. Okay, cool. I didn't, uh, I didn't know. Anyway, <laughs> I, I like, I woke up Michael. And I'm like, is it going to bother you if I eat ice in bed? And he's like, no, just don't talk to me. <laughs> just keep it over on your side. Don't drop anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, back to you. <laughs> what else have you been up to this week? Um, let's see. What have I done? I had a pretty chill weekend. Um, I got to go to an event on Sunday, which was kind of fun um, at the Lauritsen Gardens. Did I say that right? I yeah, can't even Lauritsen. say Yeah, how you say it. It was like a fundraiser, like a garden lunch. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to go to the gardens. I, they look beautiful. Yeah, so it was like open and we could walk around in the gardens, but not, I just did like the... Um, I'm going to call it the greenhouse. Mm-hmm. We didn't, I was in heels, so I wasn't going to like walk the trails or anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like a super, it was kind of a fancy like lunch. Um, and there was a winemaker who was from Nebraska and has vineyards in Napa. And it was like really nice wine that we got a taste. And then we went to like, it's like a fundraiser. So then there was um, like a, auction where you could buy art and we were looking at the pictures and I saw one I was like oh my god and the person I was with was like holy shit I was like this picture is eighty thousand dollars like we do not belong we need to get out of here now do not touch anything do not pass go like get the fuck out so you didn't buy it no the one they were looking at was two hundred seventy five thousand dollars damn it's like just call for the car like <laughs> come on uh, was, did, do you know those like events you go to and you're like I don't belong here yeah it's just like I I I can afford to eat the lunch which is the most expensive lunch I'm gonna eat this I didn't even I paid for nothing I showed yeah. up for free I donated zero dollars to the whole day nothing yeah well what was it fundraising for do you even know it, it, for the gardens. It, it's oh, okay. like an annual event um, that they host in September. It's like their antique show. So people donate like um, designer jewelry and bags and rugs and artwork and all this stuff. And then they host um, events throughout mm-hmm. the week, um, which are like wine tastings or lunches and this and that. And a bunch of really wealthy people show up. <laughs> buy the shit and eat the things. I mean, sounds like a great time. I love to pretend like I have a lot of money. Like I just go there and I eat the dinner and look at the art. And I sounds like a great time knew to me. because I was like looking around a little too much. Like I was like, what kind of <laughs> shoes they got? What kind of purse they got? Who's that? What's their last name? What do they do? So I was being a little too nosy and I definitely looked like a fish out of water, but I didn't care. I was enjoying it. So it was fun. Sounds like a great time. Yeah. But it was, it was also exhausting. Like those things are so fun to like get dressed up and like go do these fancy things. But then you're like exhausted after two hours yeah. because it's all like very like prim and proper and like surface level conversations. 
when you just want to be like my spanks are riding up my ass like and it was kind of warm on sunday it was um it was actually nice it was kind of chilly there um oh really it was like it was like here yeah it was kind of rainy in omaha on sunday so it wasn't super hot saturday was hot like Mm -hmm. super hot but yeah so that's what i did that was kind of my weekend that sounds like a lot of fun Mm -hmm. you do you were Uh, i was in north dakota this weekend oh north dakota north dakota saw the world's biggest saw the world's largest catfish is that what that picture was? I kept seeing that everywhere. Yeah. Um, so we went to North Dakota for a friend of Michael's, um, it, it, Michael's friend's wedding. I can't talk. And, um, sorry, that's my mukbang. <laughs> and so, I mean, it was, it was really nice. The town was bigger than I thought it would be. And the venue that they had their, uh, reception in was really nice. It was like the upper level of a bar. Um, so it's like an old brick building. They redid the upper level and it, so it's like an industrial building at one point. It was just really cool. So everything was brick and wood floors and like really beautiful, like chandeliers and stuff like that. Like, like, like modern chandeliers, not like old school chandeliers. Um, so we had a really good time. Um, but so when I went up there, I talked, I talked a little bit about this when we talked to Allison in our interview coming up. But when I was on my way up there, I had it in my head that I had this dress that I was going to wear. And then I tried it on like the night before we were leaving. And I looked very frumpy in it because it just like it hit my stomach in all the wrong places. So I had like this backup dress that Michael said looked fine, but I thought it looked really tight around my butt. So I brought it anyway because, you know, I can't go naked. So, um, while all, while Michael was taking pictures and stuff, my friend, Teresa and I, who I went with, we went shopping and I got this dress and I was like, okay, whatever. I'll wear this. Where, really, where'd you go shopping? Just like some local boutiques. Okay. Okay. And I'm like, it's not really my style, but it's not tight. And it like, you know, as well as dresses that if you weren't pregnant, I think it would make you look pregnant, but I'm pregnant. So I can just do it anyway. So I'm like, all right, what if I find whatever. It's great. Got it. Went about my business. Went about my day. I'm sitting in church halfway through the service. I look over like two pews up on the other side of the church. And I see a lady wearing the exact same dress. And I was like, Teresa, that woman has my same dress on. She's like, oh my God. So then after everything's said and done, I see her at the reception and she's like, I don't want to say she's an older lady, but she could have been my mom. So I'm just like, oh no. So, you know, that was really, that was fun. Shit. That's, yeah. that's like one of those things you don't ever think's going to happen, but when it does, you're like, why? It why happened me? to me. I know. Shit. So anyway, other than that, what, I had did, good- what did you think of North Dakota? So, um, we, the town we went to was called Wapaton and it was a cute town. Like, I mean, nothing extraordinary, nothing like crazy. Um, North Dakota is very flat. And apparently there's a huge rivalry between North Dakota and South Dakota people. Whoa. Yeah. Do not say, do not ask if someone's from South Dakota when you really mean North Dakota because they get offended. Really? Is it like a Nebraska, Iowa thing? Probably. Yeah, probably. Probably. And so we noticed on our way home. So like, you know how like you enter a state and it says like, welcome to Nebraska or welcome to South Dakota or whatever. On our way to or from North Dakota into South Dakota, we kind of we didn't ever see a sign that said like "Welcome to South Dakota." And so, like the whole way home, we were joking around how like if you come in from the north, like South Dakota doesn't want you, so they're not going to welcome you into their state. That's so true, though. <laughs> oh God, it was it was funny to kind of like meet these people from North Dakota because like my husband went to college in South Dakota, so on Saturday morning, so the the wedding was on a Friday. So on Saturday morning, we're at the bride's family's home eating breakfast. And um, she tells her dad that my husband went to school at South Dakota. And he's like, God, I knew I didn't like him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so it was just it was fun. It was good That's time. hilarious. That's very petty of South Dakota for not putting up a sign. I know. But if it's if there's truly not one, I died. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's so really funny. Yeah. Other than that, just so working on the baby room, I worked on it a little bit this afternoon um, and going to start painting tomorrow. So hopefully. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. We were supposed to start working on it this weekend when we got home, but Michael had to help his sister move. So didn't get that done. Well, 
post pics so we can follow along. Yeah, I will. You guys, I'm like the worst on social media lately. So sorry about that. Maybe when I'm not pregnant anymore, I'll have like more like give a fuck, but right now it's gone. It's completely gone. You have a reason. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not like excited that I don't see all the things, but I'm not (laughs) super upset. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I'm really hoping it comes back and it's just not gone forever. (laughs) It'll come back. Anyway, Brandy, what are we drinking this week? This week we are drinking white grape and cranberry mimosas. And so ingredients, you need three ounces of white grape juice, three ounces of champagne, fresh cranberries, fresh rosemary, or you can just, you know, do what you got, work with what you got. Is what I'm yeah, we used um, actually cranberry juice concentrate because I did go to the store and of course there's no cranberries because it's like September. Yeah. But um, and they're hard to find back here. So yeah. But uh, the cranberry juice concentrate, I thought would be, you know, really just it, add in the flavors. It's really good and it's super pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, so the recipe says to fill a champagne flute half full with the white grape juice and then fill up the rest with the champagne. And then you would just garnish with the fresh cranberries and sprig of rosemary. Mm-hmm. But the way Danny made it was she did the um, cranberry juice with the champagne. And I think. And the um, white grape juice. Right. right. Cool. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. And I think it's honestly like really good. Yeah. So I'll post my version of the recipe on our website, presserchampagnepodcast.com. So don't forget to go check that out, everybody. You know, we need the, we need the website hits. <laughs> Please do. And honestly, tell your friends about the podcast, like follow, you know, yeah. subscribe. We're on all the places now. So today we are a little bit like, um, melancholy, I guess is like, we're just like, not like really on our A game. We're probably on our, like our A minus game. I feel like right now, but most of the time we're fucking hilarious. So tell us. Yeah. Friends. Well, you know what we've had, you know, we've just, we've had a lot going on. I am leaving for my trip next week. And so I am not only am I behind in work and just like overwhelmed with the amount of shit I have going on right now from my workload perspective, I'm also trying to do all my like personal shit, Mm -hmm. you know, like how you have to like, oh, I need to get my hair cut. I need to like, you know, go to the eye doctor. I've got like personal shit I've neglected for a while that I'm trying to get done, but also I'm trying to work ahead so that I can actually enjoy my vacation. So I'm behind trying to work. It's a thing. The struggle is real whenever you have to leave town. Oh my God. Every day about two 30, like right in between my eyes, which I got to get some Botox tomorrow too. So hopefully that'll help with some headaches, but I get the most excruciating headache and I'm fairly certain it's just stress. Like, it's just like, yeah, I feel, yeah, it's mm. well, anyway, I, we, I hope that you get as much done as you can. And if not, you know what? Just go on vacation anyway. So I'm going to drink. I'm just going to like zone out and put on that, you know, whatever, what is that auto message? I've never done oh, that auto before. reply. Yeah. You've I'm never scared. done that before. No. Cause I'm so, well, a, I answer emails all the time, but I'm so scared that it's going to like auto reply to the listservs. Like, you know how you have like professional listservs and that it's going to be like, Brandy is out of the office. <laughs> time. And people are going to be like, we fucking get it. Brandy, you're out of the office. Yeah. So I'm yeah. Just, a little petrified about that. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. You got this. Okay. So this week on the podcast, we have a guest. Her name is Allison Lumbatis and she's an entrepreneur and founder of the get your pretty on website and creator of outfit formulas, the number one online capsule wardrobe building program in the world. She's served over 40,000 women through the outfit formulas program and has attracted an audience of millions to the GYPO website. As a former engineer and recovering yoga pants addict, she knew there had to be an easier way to get dressed every day. So she created Outfit Formulas, a foolproof foolproof system to build your wardrobe and create outfits. She's also an author and life coach. Allison is a thought leader in the personal style and confidence arenas. She's been featured in Forbes, Business Insider, Red Book, Life and Style Magazine, and Good Morning Texas. Her book, The Ultimate Book of Outfit Formulas, is actually out today, which today is the 14th of September, so it's available wherever you can buy your books. Allison lives in Flower Mound, Texas, with her husband, Craig, and three children, Devin, Aubrey, and Ava, plus a whole host of critters on their mini farm. 
And with that, let's welcome Allison to the podcast. Hi, Allison. Welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. We're so excited to have you. Um, we were talking just a little bit um, before we hopped on here that you've had a lot of stuff going on, but we want to dive into your business first and then some of the other fun, exciting things that you've been working on next. But the biggest thing that um, I guess I was wondering about when I was reading your bio is what is an INFJ personality? <laughs> I need okay, to know so, too. <laughs> all right. So the I, I'm like totally obsessed with personality typing and the Enneagram. I just find it so fascinating when you get that level of self-awareness. And I feel like when I was younger, I always felt different from everybody else. And I know why now, because I have kind of one of the most unique personality types that's out there. And an INFJ is introverted, um, intuitive, I think feeling and judging. Those are what, what they stand for. But basically this is an, is a personality type that is naturally an introvert, which is funny because I totally am. I'm totally an introvert. I know that, but I can be an extroverted introvert. Mm -hmm. And it's also known as the advocate personality type. So one of the things that really lights up advocates is finding a solution that makes people's lives easier. And when I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, that is so, so me. Like there's I have so much my personality type that it's not even funny. Like I'm actually embarrassed at how when I read the personality typing, like, oh my gosh, that is so me. It's just like so spot on in every possible way. But yes, that is, that's it in a nutshell. I mean, I could go, I could have a whole podcast episode about personality typing and the Enneagram, but um, that's not what we're here for. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that sounds a lot like me too. Also, I did take an Enneagram test once and I have, I can't, I can't remember what I am. Okay. So, but probably whatever type A is, that's me. <laughs> Okay, but so let's get, let's talk about Get Your Pretty On. Can you explain to our audience what Get Your Pretty On is and how you got started in this business? Yes, yeah, so Get Your Pretty On started as a blog. I started as a blogger back in 2012, and really, it was my accountability partner. I had started working from home, which a lot of us can probably relate to over this past year. And in the process of doing that, you know, it was a dream come true. It was something I'd always wanted to do. All three of my kids were really young at the time. And at first it was all sunshine and rainbows, but I started noticing things sliding downhill pretty quickly. Um, and it really kind of started with me not getting ready in the morning anymore. I wasn't getting dressed in real clothes. I wasn't putting on makeup. I wasn't fixing my hair, which is fine for a few days in a row, but this was going on for months in a row. And I kind of started getting into this rut, what I call my yoga pants rut, but it was more than a rut. It was more of a depression at that point. And I just sat down one night, I looked at myself in the mirror and I thought, I don't even recognize the person looking back at me anymore. I'm kind of been cranky with my husband and my kids. The house is getting messier. All of this stuff is snowballing around me. And I just knew that there had to be some solution to this, something that I could do immediately to feel better. And for me, the most tangible thing, the easiest thing was to get dressed again. So I woke up the next morning and I put on real clothes and I fixed my hair and I did my makeup and I was amazed at the difference it made just to do these few small things. I felt motivated that day and inspired again and, you know, excited about my job again. And when I picked my daughter up from school that afternoon and she hopped in the car and looked at me, she said, mommy, what happened to you? <laughs> I said, what? And she said, you look pretty today. And I think that was really that moment for me where I was like, oh my gosh, this is not just affecting me. This is affecting mm -hmm. everyone around me and my sphere of influence. So I really started blogging to keep myself accountable because I didn't have that accountability of getting up and getting ready for work anymore built into my schedule. And I thought if I blog about my outfits and what I'm learning on this journey, then you know this is going to be my creative outlet, something fun that I do for me. And what happened was women started finding the blog because there were a lot of women at that time that were work from home moms or stay at home moms that were looking for style resources, but there wasn't a lot out there, especially back in 2012. So it grew really organically. Um, I had like 50,000 page views a month within, you know, six months time. And it just kind of took on a life of its own, honestly, and has been a wild and crazy ride ever since then. I just published a book. I've got a online styling program that served over a hundred thousand members. It's just, it's been crazy, but crazy good. Yeah. It sounds like it. Yes. It's it. it I mean, I couldn't have dreamed up a better job 
if I could, I, I could have dreamed up anything like this in mm -hmm. my wildest dreams for sure. It's so crazy. Cause I know that was what, eight, nine years ago that you started this now, but it's so relatable now. So many people have like gone working from home and I, I feel like there was a time where I wasn't, I was coming into the office, but I wasn't necessarily taking clients in the office or leaving. And I did kind of get into that rut of like wearing yoga pants and you know, Mm -hmm. what it, it does something to you. Mentally. I work from home and I've worked from home for, I don't know, probably four years now. And I, I definitely understand that completely. Like if you don't get up and get dressed for the day, I mean, you, it, it's like, it's almost like you just didn't get out of your pajamas that day. It's so true. And, and, you know, there's actually research out there that supports this, that we take on the attributes of what we're wearing and what our outward appearance is. And those attributes actually affect how we feel internally too. So, you know, when people say, oh, it's not as simple as just putting on, you know, an outfit or whatever. And I, I understand that, especially for someone like me that I was actually struggling with depression. And I knew that that wasn't going to be the full solution, but it was something that did help me feel better. And it was a step in the right direction. And sometimes that's what we have to do is just take that first small step. Mm -hmm. And then that's the thing that leads to all the other steps that get us out of the rut and, and keep us out of it. Definitely. I, I completely understand that. That sounds a lot like me. I think you and I are living parallel lives. You're just like a little bit like, you know, ahead of the head of the game here. <laughs> um, so let's talk about what Get Your Pretty On does for your clients and, and your outfit formulas program. Like explain to our audience what it is that you offer to people. Yeah. And so can I tell you what I imagine? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah, like ahead. in my mind, this is the closet from um, Clueless, you know, mm -hmm. when she's got that, this is what I think it is in my head. This is what I've been picturing. And you know, you're not the first person to say that. Actually, someone just said that. I think last week I was doing an interview and they said, oh yeah, it's like Cher's closet, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the closet we've always dreamed of. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, this has to exist somewhere, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's not exactly like that. I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to just completely destroy this, this illusion, but no, Alpha Formulas is a program that I developed because I was an engineer in my, in my corporate past life. And whenever I was struggling with getting dressed every day and how to rebuild my wardrobe for my new lifestyle, I knew that there had to be an easier way to get dressed, like some kind of framework that I could apply to it or some kind of formula. And that's really how the whole idea was born. My readers from the blog came to me and said, hey, we want you to give us a shopping list. Like, tell me what to go out and buy to have the classic basic items in my closet to build my wardrobe and then show me which pieces to add every season to kind of freshen things up and keep it in style. And I thought, yeah, I can do that. That's fun. That's cool. I'll do that. So I started working on this list. And as I was doing it, I realized that there were five main categories that we use to get dressed. There are our tops, our bottoms, which are the things we wear in our lower half, our toppers, which are jackets, you know, blazers, sweaters, our shoes and our accessories. So as I was making this list, I was putting the items in each of these categories that I felt like every woman should have in her closet. And then I started viewing it in mathematical terms. And I was thinking, hmm, this is kind of like granimals, you know, when we're little kids and you match up the tags and you can mix and match everything in the wardrobe. I wanted this to be a version of that where you could take these pieces on the list and just mix and match them in multiple ways so that there wasn't something on this list that you would buy and only be able to pair up in one way in your closet. And that's really how the idea for Alpha Formulas was born is that I wanted to create outfits from the pieces on this list. So now every single season, I produce a brand new shopping list. It has a lot of those basic pieces on there. So you get to reuse those season after season. Then I mix in some fun new trends just to keep it all fresh and new. You don't have to break the budget every single season. You go out and just add in these few inexpensive things. And then I show you 31, usually more than 31 ways, but at least 31 ways to mix and match the pieces on this list into outfits. And I send the group members an email every single day. We have an app, they can log in, view the outfit of the day. They've already got those pieces in their closet. And the way that this differs from, you know, a box styling service where we, they just send you the clothes is that I'm actually telling you what to buy that fits a category. So you, you know, let's use a striped top, for example. You can shop at whatever store you like. You can spend as much or as little as you'd like. I encourage women to shop their closets first because the fact is we have a lot of stuff in there that we're just mm -hmm. not wearing. We're not utilizing it. And this is a way to kind of use those pieces that you may love but have forgotten about. 
So shop your closet first, fill in the blanks on your shopping list, and then start creating the outfit formulas and mixing and matching the pieces in your closet. And just, it's, it's so cool to see pieces come to life and see the women's creativity when they create their own outfit formulas. And some of them just take it right off the page, like it, like it is, you know, how I give it to them. Others, their creativity and apply it to this outfit and create something that I never even could have dreamed up. So it's, it's a really cool process. That's super cool. I've, I've never done like a boxed styling service, but I love that you, you're not like selling the clothes, you're selling the style. And a lot of people, that's all they need. Like you're right. They probably have a lot of this in their closet already, or just need to add in a few things. And it's kind of teaching people how to style things themselves. So I love that you can just copy whatever it is you're doing or take a different route and mix it up yourself. Yeah. It's almost like you're getting dressed with like all of your friends. Yes, it is. The Facebook group that we have is amazing. And you're seeing all these women that are wearing these similar outfits, but their own version of it. So it's not like they're exact clones of each other, but yeah, it is just like getting dressed with friends and they're sharing shopping tips and styling advice. And I really wanted to empower women to be able to make the decisions and go into the stores not feeling overwhelmed because we all have decision fatigue, right? I mean, getting dressed is just another decision that we have to make every day. Go out, going out and shopping for clothing is a big decision that we have to make and it can be super overwhelming. And I wanted to just make this process as simple as possible because at the end of the day, I'm not selling style or clothes or anything like that. I'm selling confidence mm-hmm. <laughs> and just seeing the women feel so much more confident in their clothing and seeing how that impacts everything that they're doing, whether it's their families or, you know, some women have gone back and finished college degrees or headed on it, a health and wellness journey that they weren't on before. Just seeing that one thing, getting dressed every day as the catalyst for so many other changes that are creating ripple effects in their lives is, is crazy, but just so incredibly fulfilling. It is so true. And I like how you say you you're creating confidence because I mean, that's why we get dressed in the morning. We don't get dressed for our, our husbands or boyfriends or men on the street. We get dressed for like ourselves, number one. And then like, you want maybe another woman to compliment your outfit and be like, wow, I love that. Where did you get that? Absolutely. That's so funny. I was just talking to my husband about this last week. And I said, women don't get dressed for men. They get dressed for themselves and they get dressed for other women. He's mm-hmm. like, no, are you serious? Ask any woman, you know, and they will tell you this. So it is absolutely true. And I also love that you encourage shopping your closet because I was going through my closet the other day and I'm always on the hunt for the perfect white t-shirt because I wear just a lot of like basics. And I was going to my closet the other day and I probably have like 15 white t-shirts in there and I maybe wear two of them. Yeah, that feels, feels good to purge. Yeah, still, still, good still looking purge. for the perfect one if you have any tips. Yeah. Okay, well, yes. As a matter of fact, I do. So the, we did a survey of our readers not too long ago, and their favorites were the Target Universal Thread white mm-hmm. t-shirt. I um, have that. I have that one. <laughs> and I think they said Old Navy's white t-shirts in recent years have been a lot better. Um uh everlane has a really nice white t-shirt it's a little bit more of an investment piece but it's got a nice thickness to it it's not too thick not too thin mm-hmm. um and i believe j crew also got high points for their white t-shirts i'll have to check it out i did buy an everlane one a couple of years ago but it was so thin i was like you could like so you could almost see through it but it was like obviously not the same one you're talking about so i'll have to look for their thicker one yes. the other one that someone showed me the other day was one from lululemon and you know you think of lululemon as just athletic stuff but this looked like a really nice t-shirt and i think i'm gonna get it yeah, they have some really cute athleisure styles at Lululemon now. I was actually surprised I went in store. I hadn't been in there in a while, a few days ago, and they had this whole line of just really cute athleisure wear. Mm-hmm. Another really random athleisure company or athletic company that does produce athleisure is Athleta, but they also produce a lot of like kind of like casual clothes. And I was surprised. I, I went to their store a couple of weeks ago and I was surprised about how much casual clothes they have versus just athletic athletic wear. Mm-hmm. They have joggers and skirts and yeah, lots of cute pieces. Yeah. Um, so what are some common like complaints and issues that your customers come to you or your clients come to you with? Um, so for the most part, 
I hear the following things. Number one is that they don't know what to go out and buy. They feel overwhelmed by choices, which, you know, I Same. feel like, yes. And I think I always tell them this. I'm like, this is an unpopular opinion, but you've got to clean your closet out because mm -hmm. you already illustrated this perfectly when you said you have 15 white t-shirts. I had at one point like 15 black and white striped shirts because I just kept going out and buying more because I wasn't taking an inventory <laughs> of what I had. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know what I needed. And we only wear about 20% of what's in our closets at any given time. If you take out that other 80% and just out of sight, out of mind, you don't have to get rid of it, but just take it out of the closet and just focus on the items that you're actually wearing. Then you're able to accurately assess what do I actually need? Do I need to fill in specific gaps? How are my jeans? How are my t-shirts? What basics do I need to fill in the gaps on? So I think number one is, you know, just feeling overwhelmed. Number two is feeling intimidated by style. A lot of women have expressed to me that they don't feel comfortable walking into department stores and, you know, they're just not sure what it's what it means to be stylish anymore, whether it's they're coming to me from some sort of life stage transition, whether, you know, it's a new mom or one that's, you know, an empty nester or, you know, women that come to me and say, I'm over 40 now. Is this still age appropriate? Um, there are all of these rules and things that we have in our minds about style and how we're supposed to dress that we just get overwhelmed by all of it and we aren't sure and then we get intimidated <laughs> whenever we do go out the shop. Um, so yeah, I hear those two things. And then third, I would have to say is body shape and finding pieces that really fit and flatter your body. Uh, I think that fit is key to looking put together and you know making sure that you know, you can do loose baggy items, but not all over, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, if you're going to do that, then pay attention to your proportions. You know, if you're doing the looser fitting pants or skirts, then do something on top that balances out the proportions a little bit and vice versa. If you're doing a baggy top, then do something a little bit more fitted on the bottom. Uh, but those are mainly the chief complaints. I mean, it's really about body shape is is probably number one, I would have to say, if I had to rank them one through three and finding the perfect pair of jeans that fit is like finding a unicorn, honestly. I was going to say, is there some like, yeah, unicorn out there you don't know about the pot of gold? Yeah. So the thing with denim is that you don't have to spend a lot and, you know, it's not necessarily, you're not going to get better quality by spending a lot more on denim. So I really highly recommend shopping online for jeans because you can read the reviews. There's a pair of jeans on Amazon. I think that has like 30,000 five-star reviews and they're 25 bucks wow. and they fit so many different body types and women actually post their photos in the, in the reviews. And you're able to go through those and see all of these different body styles represented and see, you know, Hey, maybe this pair of jeans would work for me too. So I think that online shopping does make that a little bit easier and actually seeing them on people then have your same body style can help with jean shopping for sure. I think that's a really good point is because, I mean, there are things that are going to last longer and fit better the more you spend, but mm -hmm. there are some things that it's just, it is what it is. Like it's the fabric or whatever that, it, you know, it doesn't matter if you spend 25 bucks or $2,500, it's, it's only going to work so well. Yeah. So, um, what, I mean, we're asking you maybe a faux pas of a question here, but what should clients expect to budget if they were going to sign up for your service? Well, the cool thing about it is that you can spend as much or as little as you want. So I, I can ballpark for you and I'll do that. <laughs> so the, the program itself costs $39. And the reason I wanted it to be so affordable is because I wanted to democratize personal style, not every woman can afford $150 an hour to have a stylist come into her home, go into her closet and pick outfits out for her or take her shopping for the day and then pay for the clothes on top of that. So I wanted to make this at a price point where most women would be able to afford it, even if they have to shop their closets, which obviously shopping your closet is the free way to do this. Mm -hmm. We have women who are in, they call themselves hashtag team shop closet <laughs> every season and they all band together and they say we are good that's hilarious <laughs> it's so fun um and they do it and they make substitutions and they make things work and it's amazing we have women who thrift we have women who do thread up online um we have women who shop amazon who shop h&m um who shop walmart 
-hmm. We have women who go out and buy their classic basics at department stores and they shop Nordstrom and, you know, some of the more higher end stores, especially if you're getting a closet staple that's going to last you for years and years, like a really good pair of boots or a nice coat, um, you know, good quality knits, those types of things that you're going to want to keep for more than one season. Obviously, it makes sense to do that. So I say just based on my own budget, I buy most of the clothes every season, except for the basics that I have in place. And I budget around 250 per season, but I'm buying a lot of clothes with that $250. So it's yeah. not really, it's so, it's so flexible. I guess that's the word I'm looking for. And I love that women can just come at it with whatever budget they have. If they have 20 bucks, they have 20 bucks. If they have 2000, they have 2000, but they can make it work no matter what. And honestly, $250 a season is not that much. Like I was expecting way more than that. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So is it, is it $39 per month or it's per season? Oh, yes. oh my God. Yes. Yeah. So that's four times a year. And we do annual memberships too, which is the only discount that I do for the year. So if a member purchases the annual membership during our enrollment period, they can get the full year, I think for 127 bucks and they get personal style advice all season all year. Wow. That is, and you, and this is an app too. Like we could sign up, get it on our phones. Really. Sometimes I get too many emails a day, but I like an app. I love that. (laughs) You like the convenience. Which makes sense. You're an, you're an engineer. I mean, it kind of is like shares closet. (laughs) This is, I mean, this is so cool. I do love that you have a gamut of budgets because that is such, I do think that people think that being stylish is expensive and that's not true. It doesn't have to be at all. It really doesn't. And, you know, that's one of the the myths and the things that a lot of women don't understand is they feel like they have to start from scratch and just really go out and spend thousands of dollars to rebuild their wardrobes. And that's not necessarily the case. You can get good quality items in there, but I also recommend that women curate their closets over time, as opposed to just going out and buying a bunch of stuff to fill gaps on a list. If it's not a heck yes, it's a no. Mm -hmm. We all know that we have all those no's hanging in our closet that when we put them on in the store, we're like, I'm not quite sure about this, but I'm going to buy it anyway. And then it comes home and the tags are still on there years later. I've had that happen way too many times. So just really waiting for those heck yes items and having that list. I keep a list on my phone when I need to fill in gaps in my wardrobe. And then I just kind of keep an eye out for those pieces over time because I understand that a closet, building a closet you love takes, and this is based upon, you know, over a hundred thousand members in my community. It takes about a year to fully get a closet that you love. And that's four full seasons of finding pieces that really, really work for you. Sometimes it can take up to two years, but just be patient with that and understand that it's probably not going to happen all at once, but you will eventually get to that place where you're like, wow, I'm team closet shop because I love the pieces in my closet so much that I don't feel the need to go out and buy new stuff this season. That reminds me of the movie, The Blind Side, when Sandra Bullock is in the store with her new adoptive son. And she's like, if you don't love it in the store, you're not going to love it when you get home. Mm, So true. Yes. And when you were talking before, I was thinking that like, Brandy and I are both in our mid thirties. And I always feel like I'm in that awkward stage, but by like, I'm, I'm not 20 more. So I can't wear all these like little cutesy outfits, but I'm like, not an old maid. So I'm always, I always feel like I'm caught between, you know, I, I always, I, I never wanted the quote unquote, like mom look, you know, like where I'm like picking up my kids in my minivan b- because, you know, I don't even have kids, but like, you know, I just didn't want to have like this, like people think like, oh, well, she must have like five kids at home because she's just like, you know, typical mom. So I, I always feel like I'm in that awkward stage. Yep. I'm definitely rocking some loafers today. So I feel like I've got, you know, mom look I love it. 101 I love down, it. but I really like them. So yeah, that's what matters. And you know what? <laughs> Women get so caught up on, uh, am I dressing age appropriate? And I always say, don't dress age appropriate, dress you appropriate. Meaning if you look in the mirror and this makes you feel more confident and more stylish, then wear it. If it fits mm-hmm. and flatters your body, then wear it. Um, we don't have to follow these rules and stay in the boxes. And I think a lot of times because we do feel like we dress for other women, sometimes we view it through that lens, but I'm just all about doing what makes you happy and giving you permission to wear the things that make you feel confident and stylish. And, you know, if that's something a little bit edgier than 
than your peers are wearing, then that's fine. Or that's something that feels a little more fashion forward to you, then that can be your signature look and what makes you unique and makes you kind of stand out. So embrace those things that make you unique and continue those through life and don't feel like you have to fit into certain molds um, because we just don't. That's such good advice. I'm still wearing the skinny jeans. I don't care if they're out. (laughs) You don't care what Gen Z says? You're good. You're good. They're not going anywhere. The funny thing is like I have two Gen Z daughters and what did they buy for back to school? Skinny jeans. So <laughs> I don't know. There and that's you know all the stores have them. Even the teenager yeah. stores. That's the majority of their jeans are skinny jeans in there. So I don't know. I think it's a good look. It's so <laughs> and it's a classic look. They're not going to go out of style. It's something that's been around. I mean, Audrey Hepburn wore a version of skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. Yeah, mm-hmm. back in the sixties. So we're good. <laughs> If, if Audrey did it, we can all do exactly. it. Exactly. So. <laughs> She's the style icon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So now that we're getting into fall, what are a few, you don't, you don't have to give us all of your, whatever you're offering, but what are a few things that you think that every woman should have in their fall closet? Oh, I'm in love with fall trends. So there's a lot of 90s throwback this fall. Have you noticed that? All yeah. The, oh my gosh. Ways, yeah. I've seen kind of like the grunge coming back a little bit with the oversized flannels, shackets. Mm-hmm. I just bought a jacket. Yes, I love them. Um, I'm embracing the high waist jeans for sure. I, they're skinny jeans, but I'm definitely embracing high waist jeans. Um, color trends that we're seeing are like the rust colors, like tobacco-y color. Um, the soft mauves and soft neutrals are very much in style for fall. Uh, you can't go wrong with some of the classic items like fall florals are everywhere. Um, we've seen some of those, you know, prairie dresses that got really roasted at target (laughs) like last year but i'm seeing those again this fall Mm -hmm. don't know if i I, i'm going to try that trend but um i'm sure it works for for others (laughs) it just doesn't work. somebody can pull it off exactly (laughs) and i see people pull it off that's the thing uh the lug sole boots are back in style um i'm trying to think i've got like this whole oh sweater vests have you seen the sweater vest trend that seems no so i started seeing sweater vests last year a little bit like just mainly you know like in the fashion and world and i was all for it but everybody thought i was crazy i didn't buy one but i was like talking about it i was like you can't wear a sweater vest <laughs> get, <laughs> give me a sweater vest and some loafers and i'm in i love it men's were inspired you would be totally on trends the sweater mm-hmm. vest and the loafers okay. yes I love it. So that's yeah. cute. I don't hate that. No, it's a very grandpa, cool. grandpa chic, you know, <laughs> <laughs> what are, um, you know, as we're going into fall, what are maybe like three easy things that women can do to kind of just like refresh their wardrobe if they wanted to do it today? I would say start with denim. Um, there are, we talked about skinny jeans and we talked about high waist jeans, but honestly, right now it isn't anything goes type of time for denim. It's having, mm-hmm. everything's having a moment. You can't go wrong with trouser cuts, boot cuts, um, the straight leg jeans, the boyfriend jeans, all of it is in style. So if you feel like you need to refresh something, anything at all, definitely start with your jeans. If Even if you have a little bit of budget, that's a great place to start. So add a new pair of jeans, a new silhouette that maybe you haven't been wearing for the past few years into your collection and try that out. Cause I think it's really gonna go a long way towards making you feel like you've refreshed your basics. So that's number one. Number two, um, I would encourage you to find something outside of your comfort zone <laughs> uh, in, in the form of maybe the sweater vest. I think that that's a really wearable, wearable trend. You can layer it over an oversized button down, um, I've seen a lot of women just kind of transitioning it into fall with like a t-shirt under it, which is super cute. Pair it up with some boyfriend jeans and you already mentioned loafers, but um, chunky chains. Have you seen that on mm-hmm. mules mm-hmm. and even like chunky gold chains? That's another one that's going to be really easy to add in as a trend. And it adds a little bit of edge, but I love the chunky chain trend because it's a little bit preppy and it's a little bit edgy too. And I love it when two worlds collide like feminine and you know, like a, a pink skirt and a moto jacket, you know, like mm-hmm. feminine and tough. I just love to see the two worlds collide in that way. So yeah, I would definitely add some kind of chunky chain into your wardrobe too. I'm very obsessed yes. with them yes. right now. That one, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how you said, pick a different silhouette of jeans than what you already own. I think that like, we always get stuck in a rut being like, you know, I'm going to get my high waist skinny jeans because that's what I look good in and it's time for a new pair of jeans. But I think it, it's good to 
throw something else in the mix. It is. It really is. And what's the worst thing that can happen? Well, you'll have something in your closet that you didn't wear. But no, it's the funny thing is most of the time when we do step outside of the comfort zone or the thing that scares us the most. And that's what I love about creating the shopping list, because there's always something on there that I know is going to be polarizing. I'm going to have people in the community that love it and people that just hate it and say, I am not trying that. Mm -hmm. And when they end up trying it, they're like, oh my gosh, that was my favorite thing. Because there's just <laughs> something about stepping outside of our comfort zones that just really kind of lights us up. It, it makes all the little neurons fire in our brains that aren't used to firing. And it just feels good to try something different and try something new. So, Well, I think you make it so approachable to try something like this method seems like it doesn't give me anxiety mm -hmm. thinking like, okay, I'm going to get a list every season go through my clock, you know, it's like a very, you know, it's easy for my simple pea brain to get through, you know, like, I'm like, okay, step by step. We all need more ease in our lives. And, and this is really just like meal planning for your closet. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I subscribe to meal plans. because I'm like, I don't want to think about what I'm cooking and I want somebody else to do this for me. Just tell me what to go out and buy and how to put it together. And that's really what this boils down to is just making life easier for us. Yeah. You know, in life you, pay, you either pay for things with time or you pay for things with money. And so you just need to choose what, you know, what you have the time and or money for. And if, if picking your wardrobe every day is not something that you have the time for, you got to put your money out there and sign up for your app and let you do all the work for us. I'm, I'm happy to do it. For you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about your book that came out today. Can you tell us about what, yes. what, first of all, what's it called? And let's, let's dive into all the details. Yeah, so it's called The Ultimate Book of Outfit Formulas, and it's really a distillation of everything that I have done over the past nine years with Get Your Pretty On in the Outfit Formulas program. I wanted it to be a resource that a woman could throw in her handbag, have in her closet, so she could refer back to it over and over again. Uh, I have 60 classic mix and match outfit ideas. It's separated by season. There are seasonal shopping lists in here. We do a deep dive into closet staples and all the pieces that every woman should have in her closet. And these are really items that are going to stay on style for at least five years. One of the mm -hmm. challenges my publisher came to me with was, hey, everything in this book has to have some longevity. We want to keep this on the shelf for years. So what can you do? And I was like, OK, they're going to be classic items. So for the most part, there are a lot of classic items in here. But I also have a whole guide in there on how to wear leggings and, you know, different ways to pair up our leggings, dress them up, dress them down. We've got little black dress ideas. I've got office attire. I have a place where you can figure out your body shape and see the pieces are going to fit and flatter it best. So, you know, using the striped top, for example, once you calculate what and determine what your body shape is, then you're going to see different striped tops that work specific to your body shape. So it's really just a full resource of everything that I've kind of been teaching for years condensed into one book that is an easy read. I wanted to, I'm not some kind of highbrow writer. It's really just like, we're girlfriends and I'm talking and I'm just sharing. This is what I learned. I am not a stylist. I am not an expert. I am an engineer. This is the background I came from. I've learned along the way. This is my journey. And I've just brought everybody along on that journey with me. And what I've discovered is that you don't have to be an expert. You just need to be one step ahead of who you're teaching. And I think that that was one of the more groundbreaking things to have that realization that sometimes it's more relatable and that's the way I wanted to write this book was in a way that just made style feel so approachable, so relatable and not at all intimidating. So. Mm -hmm. I love that. I'll have to pick it up because I think that that's something that I need right now, <clears throat> excuse me, especially like I'm pregnant right now. So I feel like nothing, it, like I don't want to buy clothes, but I want to buy clothes and nothing fits. And I'm in that awkward stage where it's like, I can still fit into things that are in my closet, but not for much longer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, that's the beauty of this too. I have a lot of women that do the program that are pregnant or bought the book and they're able to take the outfits and adjust them to, you know, like, I don't want to say maternity clothes because really do maternity clothes still exist? Yes. Really okay. And it's but they don't painful. really look like they don't. Yeah. I, so I, cool. I'm still, I can still fit into all my tops for the most part. Cause I, like I guess before I'm into kind of like, just like, loose. I like, I'm not, I don't wear a lot of like tight t-shirts or tight things anyway. So I've been, fit, I can still fit into all my tops. Like this is just like a basic sweater I got from Madewell. Um, but like this last weekend I went to a wedding and I didn't prepare and I just brought some dresses with me 
And I was like, oh my, well, this isn't going to work because my belly is like, they fit, but like, it's so tight around my belly. And like, then it makes it tighter on my butt. And I was like, well, this is cute. So I ended up having to go out and buy a new dress. Yeah. You're in that awkward in-between phase where mm-hmm. you're just waiting to pop out. <laughs> just right. Yeah. I've been waiting to get this bad boy out for a while. <laughs> I like though that you focused on classics though, because that seems like something like I do kind of feel like I'm going through this phase. Like Danny said, like I'm not 21 going to the bars anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm professional, but I still want to have, you know, like tweak my look a little bit, but like, it's like a good way. Okay. I'm going to go back to the basics, go back to the classics and then build off of that so I think that would be super useful and then sometimes when you look at your like pictures of yourself from like a few years ago you're like what was I thinking I was trying way too hard so if you stick with the classics (laughs) maybe you won't have that but who knows maybe in five years I'll look back like oof that wasn't good that wasn't a good look for you either (laughs) I do that I do that from like last week I'm like why why did you do that So Allison, where um, can our audience find you on online if they want to connect with you on, on social media or um, on your website? Absolutely. Your so app. I have two websites. They can find me at getyourprettyon.com, which is really just a lot of free resources. There's a blog mm-hmm. there. You know, we produce lifestyle content, style content, um, and you can go there and learn and find lots of outfit inspiration. The program is outfitformulas.com, and that's where you can sign up for my seasonal programs. I also have essentials programs. So if you're starting from scratch for closet basics, and you need to start building from there, then we have those programs available too. And you can find us online at, on Instagram at Get Your Pretty On and also at Allison Lobatis. Awesome. And we will link all this in our show notes too. So our audience can find that easier, but we appreciate you coming on the podcast. We, I feel like I learned so much today about fashion know, and all the things great. that I need to do. Thank you so much. 